Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1051. Two Big Reasons You Don't Make and Keep Mobility Gains by Kate Galliott of theunbreakablebody.com and I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy Saturday. Thank you so much for being here and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs all for free. Now we have five shows where we do this covering a bunch of different topics. Just search for Optimal Living Daily in any podcast app to find them. So today's topic is super fascinating and super important to me. I'll share a personal story at the end as part of my commentary. But for now, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Two Big Reasons You Don't Make and Keep Mobility Gains by Kate Galliott of theunbreakablebody.com. Which of these sounds like you? One, you do mobility work and feel like you make progress in your session, but the gains don't seem to stick because each time you go to start your mobility work, it feels like you're back on day one again. Two, you make quick gains to your mobility by using a few mobility hacks or tricks you learned on Instagram but there's been very few gains since that initial one. Or three, you make slow, steady improvements in your mobility such that you don't have to put as much time into that aspect of your fitness anymore, and it's fairly easy to maintain and expand upon what you've built with some minor modifications to your program. If you think the third one sounds like magical unicorn type stuff, keep listening, because I'm going to teach you two big reasons you aren't in camp three yet, and how to address them. Why are they treated differently? The first place to begin is with this question. Why are goals that are related to mobility or healing aches and pains treated differently than goals that are related to strength or cardiovascular improvement? With mobility work and stuff that helps heal your aches, it's fairly common for folks to feel like the gains never last and accept it as just part of the deal with mobility. They'll say things like, My hamstrings feel great after I stretch them, but every morning, they're tight again. 
It's also common for folks to get excited about what feels like a quick gain to their mobility after doing a special trigger point thing with a lacrosse ball or a pigeon pose while counting backwards from 10 or some other mobility hack they saw some slick person on Instagram teaching them in a sponsored post only to have the needle not move much at all in the department of mobility gains after that initial success. But with cardio and strength goals, you know that you should see steady, consistent progress over an extended period of time. And you know that you should never feel like you're starting at day one all over again each time you do the workout. Not to mention, it's agreed upon that any sort of secret trick for instant strength or endurance doesn't actually work because real gains are made over the long haul with sustainable, reasonable programming. Whether it's a goal to improve strength, endurance, speed, mobility, or pain, the same constant holds true. In order to make progress, cells must adapt, and cellular adaptation happens when you send a specific signal consistently over a long period of time using force to tell the cells how you want them to respond. So, why would you view the path to your mobility and heal your aches goals any differently than the path to your strength and cardiovascular goals. How to make steady, consistent progress. Here is why you might find yourself in either camp one, feeling like it's Groundhog Day all over again each day, or camp two, making a quick initial gain, but not much thereafter. One, you're not building a solid foundation for lasting change. And two, you're putting time into things, but not the things your body needs most at this time for this goal. So, how do you build a solid foundation for lasting change? While you could walk through every single aspect of human anatomy, biology, physical training, and life that influences how you change your body, the point of this article is to give you a starting point, and it's this. Develop your six pillars. Several years into my coaching career, I developed the six pillars framework to help people build their foundations strong and solid. When folks addressed each of the six pillars, lots of good things happened. They moved better, they felt better, and they performed better. They also stopped having stutters in their training because random aches or tweaks were no longer cropping up to sideline or sidetrack them. This was especially true for my athletes, but it held true for non-athletes as well. Before building their six pillars, the person would be training for some goal and then aches or injuries would occur inevitably. After building their six pillars, these aches and tweaks disappeared and didn't return. And it wasn't because the six pillars are some magic potion. Remember, we don't do magic or secret tricks here. It was because of what the six pillar teaches the individual to do. They become able to catch something before it catches them. That is, they're able to key into the things their body needs through each season of training and life and provide them in a timely manner. They were building the mobility, control, and strength in six key areas of the body, and they were learning how to assess their body regularly and apply whatever slight shifts in focus were needed. The results were consistent and sustainable. No more stuttering starts and stops to their progress. So, what are the six pillars? Mobile feet, strong glutes, mobile hips, strong torso, mobile shoulders, strong posture. The six pillars start you on the path to building a solid foundation for lasting change. Now, how do you make sure you're putting time into the things your body needs most at this time for this goal? The six pillars framework also helps tremendously on that front by showing you the map for where 
and what to focus on to support your current endeavors in conjunction with the following concept, assess and apply. Assess and apply is a simple way for you to organize yourself and your focus on your training because it gives you a hierarchy to work through. This helps you determine if you're working on the right things for right now. Teachers have used this sort of concept with students for a long time. If the teacher wants the student to know how to do long division, they must first be sure that the student can multiply and subtract, two skills that will be put to use when doing long division. If the student can't multiply or subtract, no one should be surprised when learning long division doesn't go so well. Translating the long division example into fitness, it might look something like, do a pull-up, run my first 5K, or compete in a powerlifting meet. In order to do all those things, you must have joints that are functional. In the case of the pull-up goal, if your shoulder joint does not allow your arm to raise fully over your head without compensating anywhere else, you're going to be trying to do long division without knowing how to multiply and subtract. You'll learn long division and pull-ups more efficiently if you've ticked the boxes for things that preclude the more advanced skill. Joint function is the clear place to start, but this is so often overlooked as you decide to jump into a pull-up or push-up or running program without actually checking that your joints have enough capsular health and passive and active ranges of motion to do so. When you build your six pillars and learn to assess and apply, you start to live in a world where you make slow, steady improvements in your mobility and heal your aches goals. You maintain those achievements more easily and you can expand upon what you've built with some minor modifications to your program, almost as if by magic, except not magic, because it's real work that works. You just listened to the post titled Two Big Reasons You Don't Make and Keep Mobility Gains by Kate Galliott of theunbreakablebody.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I love Kate's six pillars concept. It's such a simple way for us to remember to ensure that we maintain the health of the entire body because when we move, we rely on all of these muscles to function optimally. I'll tell you about my struggles with this. My lower back always seemed to be weak. After years of long commutes to my various jobs and avoiding performing any kind of deadlift or holding the plank position, my lower back glutes, and hamstrings were obviously quite weak. I was finally tired of all of the lower back tension I kept experiencing and decided to make that area of my body stronger. Now, at the time, I thought I was in great shape. 
Boy, was I humbled. I wanted to make sure my form was perfect when trying these new moves. Again, these moves were new to me. So I had my buddy, who had a Master of Science degree in kinesiology, show me how to perform the moves correctly. Scratch that. Not correctly. Perfectly. My first attempt at deadlifting? Well, how'd that go? I could only lift like 95 pounds. I lifted it five times and felt like I was gonna pass out. Holding the plank position? I was lucky if I could hold it for 10 seconds straight without dropping to my knees. But I had my goals in mind and I knew I wanted my lower back to feel better, so I kept at it. And like magic, I got better over time. And as Kate would have predicted based on her six pillars, everything else started getting stronger, as if by magic. Because all of the deadlifting I was doing as I increased the weight, my grip strength improved, which was not something I really ever thought about. My forearms got bigger and stronger too. Both of these then helped me perform more pull-ups. So deadlifting magically helped me do more pull-ups. All that deadlifting, of course, strengthened my hamstrings and glutes as well, which allowed me to hold the plank position longer. Instead of holding the position for just 10 seconds, I quickly jumped to 30 seconds, then to a minute, then to a minute and a half. And guess what? My lower back is no longer an issue. So based on my experience, I can tell you the six pillars work, but again, you have to work at it. All right, that'll do it for me for today. I hope you have a great weekend if you're listening in real time, and I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Sunday show and where your optimal life awaits.